Good morning, everybody. It is Wednesday morning, and we're going into the Word of God. Right, so um, we're going to start today with Acts chapter 24. No, Acts chapter 20. Morgen Marietta, morgen paar wessie wat ook kyk daar so. So blessings for allemaal. Good morning, everybody. Okay, so um, Acts chapter 20. Hello, Greg. Good to see you there. It's nice to see you there, man. Okay, Acts chapter 20, verse 32. says the following. Hi, Janine. <laughs> Maybe just greet everybody. <laughs> okay, so who else is here? We can say hi, then we can say, <laughs> then we can say hi, because I'm obviously saying hi now. All right, looks like that's all the comments. Okay, so Acts chapter 20, verse... There's another one. Hello, Chart. Blessings. <laughs> okay, Acts chapter 20, verse 32 says the following. And now, brethren, I commit you to God. I deposit you in His charge, entrusting you to His protection and care. And I commend you to the word of His grace, commands, counsels, promises of His unmerited favor. It is able to build you up and to give you your rightful inheritance among all God's set-apart ones, those consecrated, purified, and transformed of soul. This is such a loaded scripture. So he says, I commit you to God. So that means if we preach the word of his grace, we don't need to micromanage the church. We don't need to check up on everybody and see if they're still sinning. <laughs> we check up on everybody and see, you know, spy on them or try to uh, just keep them busy to keep them out of trouble. And a lot of churches do that. Uh, it says the word of his grace is able to build you up. The word of his grace, <clears throat> sorry, is able to build you up and to give you your inheritance. So what's the inheritance? Well, Jesus bought everything that the law said we could have. And... It became his. But more than that, Jesus is son of God. So Hebrews chapter 1 says, He is the heir and the lawful owner of all things. Okay. He is the heir and the lawful owner of all things. So now Romans chapter 8 says, that those who are led by the Spirit are sons of God. And if we are sons, we are heirs according to the promise. Joint heirs with Christ. Which means that everything that God has belongs to Jesus. Everything that Jesus has, heir, lawful owner of all things, jointly belongs to us. And the word of his grace can build you up in that. And the word of his grace can give you that inheritance. Yes. With other words, yes, it's great to sing songs. And it's great to, you know, preach and say and agree. And woo, and we are heirs. Everything belongs to us. Great. But it's a different thing to have it. 
It's a good thing to say it, but it's a better thing to have it. So there's so many people that criticize the word faith because, you know, if you, you, you're putting another uh, law in front of people because everything is already there, theirs, you know, and if you say then you must believe for it, then it's another law. No, 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 no. All things have been given to you already in Christ because everything belongs to Christ and you are in Christ. So faith in him which comes to you through the word of his grace. Faith in him causes you to receive that which is given. Because that which is given is in a different realm that your five carnal senses cannot perceive. So if you do not have faith, you cannot interact with your inheritance. Or although it is yours, you don't experience it. You have no benefit of it. You don't have any use of it if you don't have the word of faith. So faith, or the word of grace, the faith component is your only connection with the unseen reality, which is in Christ. So if there's no faith, there's no connection to everything that God already has given to you. So, the word of His grace builds you up, spiritually. The word of His grace builds you up and gives you the inheritance that's rightfully yours. Your rightful inheritance. Your name is on the last will and testament. You are named as an heir. You who believe. Okay? So you who believe who are an heir. Maybe you should come to the lawyer and receive your inheritance. Okay? So... A last will and testament works like this. The death of the testator activates the document. When the document is active, the lawyer takes the document and see who is the heirs, calls all of them. Usually just call the whole family, direct family. So they can sit there and there's the reading of the will. So they open up the document. Now they read it to them. So they can hear what is theirs and in what capacity and how is it divided among them. So Johnny gets the farm. Sarah gets the big house in the city. And Peter gets the Ferrari and so on. Okay? But we are joint heirs. So your name is listed. So you're joint, jointly with Christ, you're heir of all things. You're heir of all things. Everything that is in heaven, everything that is on earth, <laughs> is yours. <laughs> everything that is in heaven and everything that is on earth, all things, jointly yours in him. With that knowledge, you have a choice to make. And the choice is, 
I receive this grace that is bestowed on me in this last will and testament. I receive this inheritance or I do not receive it, I reject it. And the choice has to be made. So if the lawyer calls you and says, okay, this is your inheritance, you have to sign saying you receive it. Then it's yours. Then you can drive around in the Ferrari. Then you can go hunt on the farm. Then you can, you know, redecorate the big house. Okay? Just hear what I'm saying. You need to actively receive what's been given. It's not going to just be automatic. You have to receive the grace. So the word of his grace is able, which means there's potential. The word of his grace has potential to build you up, has potential to give you your inheritance. But does the word of his grace give you the inheritance if you don't believe it? No, it does not. Does the word of grace build you up? You can't just say, oh, it's all done. Now everybody is already built up in Christ. No, not everyone is built up. Because if you don't experience it, then you don't really have it. So it's one thing if you're the heir, but it's a total different thing if the heir has come to the advocate or to the lawyer. I'm saying advocate because we have an advocate with the father. It's more the attorney that does it, but anyway. <laughs> you come to the lawyer and you receive it. It's now official. It's yours. So now it works like this. As you read and as you hear the word of the grace, you see, hey, this is also mine. I receive it. This is also mine. I receive it. So... As you receive, you're built up. As you receive, you receive more of your inheritance. But it's still the word of his grace that brings it to you. So I love what Marnas now said at our conference the Saturday morning. He said the word or the word of his grace, like in this context, is like the plumbing that brings the waters of life to your life. So the word is the, is the device that God used to bring the unseen spirit life into your heart and to the place where you can experience it. So um, it rains everywhere. But if that rain isn't caught up and channeled somewhere, it's not going to be much use. Okay? So we have big cities in South Africa, millions and millions of people, and... Um, in a fairly dry country. And the reason we have it, we can sustain them all, is because the rain is caught up in dams. And the dams have pipes attached to them and pumps attached to them. And they pump it to reservoirs and they pump it to different places. And the reservoirs feed certain areas in the cities. And you can just open your tap and there's water. And the water comes more than 100 kilometers away from the Valdam, right to your tap in Pretoria. All right? So all the rain in the catchment area of the Valdam 
is at your fingertips if you just open the tap. But if the plumbing is not there, then although the intention is to catch all of that rain and give it to the people in Pretoria, if the plumbing isn't there or if the plumbing isn't working, sorry. You have the water, but you don't have the water. So the word brings the waters of life, the spirit to you. So now if we go to Jude uh, verse 20, he says, But you, beloved, build yourselves up, founded on your most holy faith. How did you get the faith? Romans chapter 10, verse 17. So faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word. Hearing what? Verse 16, the old story that I always say. Uh, who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed. Yeah. Isaiah 53, speaking of the cross, that's the word of his grace. Yeah. So the word of his grace brings you most holy faith. So if you have the faith, he says, build yourself up, because you have the word of his grace. Okay, so now the word is the plumbing that brings to you the waters of life. Okay, so the waters of life is the Holy Spirit. Okay, John seven thirty seven. Jesus stood up on the main day of the feast and said, If anyone is thirsty, let him come to me. And if he drinks of the water that I give, streams and rivers of living water will flow from his belly, from his innermost being. So, and that he spoke of the Holy Spirit, which was not yet poured out. We know the Holy Spirit is poured out. Okay, so the rivers, the waters of life is the Holy Spirit. Now he says, build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Make progress. Rise like an edifice. You know what an edifice is? Have you ever been to Trafalgar Square in London? Is that massively high pillar, and on top of the pillar, there's the statue of whoever. Okay? <laughs> so that guy is standing on an edifice. <laughs> Rise like an edifice. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith. Rise like an edifice, higher and higher, praying in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so now the word of His grace brought you your inheritance, which is the Holy Ghost. Okay, the promised Holy Spirit. And in Him, everything is there. So now you've received the Holy Ghost. So now you create realities. When the Holy Ghost moves in you, dwells in you, speaking through you, moving through you okay so what will the holy ghost do he says here praying in the holy spirit so now we pray in the holy spirit we trust him to pray in us and through us so if you haven't done it just do it by faith it's really simple don't get your head out of the way you didn't ask the devil to pray through you ask the holy spirit to pray through you okay and you just start and you just keep on going. You're building yourself up. Founded on the word of his grace. On your most holy faith. And you keep on rising. Building up. And as you pray, the words are spoken through the Holy Spirit. And reality starts to change. <clears throat> but now you have faith. You have faith through receiving the word of his grace. You have faith through being built up in praying in the Spirit. 
You know, the faith brings the water, okay? So you built up when the Spirit of God is manifested, when you feel Him. All right, so now what? You have now received grace. The word of His grace is a device to bring what to you? Grace. <laughs> the word of His grace. So the word brings the grace. The word brings the waters. The word brings the Spirit. Okay, the Spirit is the grace. The Spirit is the help. The Spirit is the grace. And it is the inheritance. Okay. So if you have Him, you have everything. Because when He says something, it is so. <laughs> so, you receive the word of His grace. You built up. You receive the word of His grace. You start saying, proclaiming things in faith. And it happens. Alright? Have you ever heard me say so much on one verse? Okay. Romans 5, verse 17. Wrong page. For if because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one. Now we know that death reigned through the trespass of Adam. Much more surely. Like I said, this is very, very surely. If it's more surely than death, Just think about this. The, the next thing he's going to tell you is more sure than death. Which means, if you've got this, death is an illusion. It's more sure than death. So this overrides death. Much more surely will those who receive God's overflowing... So it's a river. So it's flowing, coming through the word, flowing to you. Overflowing grace... Unmerited favor. And the free gift of righteousness. Putting them into right standing with God. Reign. As kings in life. Through the one man Jesus Christ. The anointed one. Okay. So Adam messed up. Everyone got subjected to death. And death reigned. So we see here in verse 13. Uh, for verse 14, death held sway from Adam to Moses. Yeah. So death reigned. And then the law reigned from Moses to Christ. Ending in death. <laughs> but it ended in the death of Christ. Which ended death. Because he annulled it, made it of no effect over all who accept the sacrifice. Okay, He annulled death Second um, Timothy 1 verse 10, just listen to this, speaking of the gospel. I'll finish my sentence now. It is that purpose and grace, so it's now speaking of a grace that's coming to you, flowing to you, which he now has made known and has fully disclosed and made real to us through the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who annulled death. And made it of no effect. And brought life and immortality, immunity from eternal death, to light through the gospel. For the proclaiming of this gospel, I was appointed a herald. Or a teacher. Alright. 
He annulled death, made it of no effect, brought life and immortality to light. Romans 5.17 says, If death reigned through... 5, 15, 16, 17. If because of one man's trespass, death reigned through that one, much more surely. Well, those who receive God's overflowing grace, how do you receive the grace? The word of his grace. You hear the word, you receive the word, you receive the content of the word, which is the spirit. You allow it to build you up by letting the faith come. Build yourself up on your most holy faith, hearing the word, praying in the spirit. Putting them into right standing with himself, reign as kings in life. So, from a position of being reigned over by death, you are placed in a position where you can reign over death. And how do you do that? You speak what you hear. You speak what the Spirit says. The Spirit speaks through people and changes realities. Changes things. Okay? I don't know who of you saw that post that Marnus now shared. Of God, God told him to pray for seven days. So they prayed. And suddenly the COVID numbers just went poof. Like in the middle of the seven days, it just went. So there's a... He shared on his page, or on his profile yesterday, uh, Indian news clip. It made the news in India. <laughs> the South African numbers just fell. It's a great mystery, and no one knows why. <laughs> it's, just, it's, not really, it's not really like, you know, the mask thing was in place, but... It didn't really have a hard lockdown. There's, there's no specific thing that happened, so they don't know why. Yeah. It was supposed to actually just remain the same or go up. Yeah. But God told Marnus, <laughs> pray for seven days. So they took it and they prayed for seven days. Okay? Wow. And the numbers went, Oof. <laughs> And it's reaching the news in India. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you receive the word of His grace... And that grace does a work in your heart and causes you to speak. You can reign as a king in life. And there's certain things that are now under your feet. So Jesus is seated to wait until his enemies be made a stool beneath his feet. Okay? Hebrews chapter 10, Hebrews chapter 1. But do you know that 1 Corinthians 15 says, The last enemy to be conquered is death oh i thought jesus annulled death i thought jesus conquered death yes and he has given you an inheritance what he has done is giving to you on a silver platter so because he has conquered death if you now receive the word of his grace which brings that the pipes that bring the water, which brings the life to you, which brings the spirit of life to you. And that spirit of life builds you up and causes you to speak. Then you, in your reality, can also conquer death. So what do we hear? What do we believe and receive as our inheritance? 
and what do we speak? Okay? So we need to pray and build ourselves up. We need to hear and build ourselves up. And receive, actively receive our inheritance. So that we can reign as kings in life. All right. God bless you. hope so. Bless me. All right, so... Oh, yeah. Ephesians 4.29. Awesome scripture. Let no foul nor polluting language nor evil word nor unwholesome worthless talk ever come out of your mouth, but only such speech as is good, beneficial to the spiritual progress of others as is fitting to the need and occasion that it may be a blessing and give grace to those who hear it. Okay? It brings grace to those who hear it. Awesome. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Let's see. Would, uh, hello, Rob. It's good to see you here on here, Rob. Bless you, man. It's really good to have met you here at the conference. Patricia, bless you. Uh, I agree. Greg, receive your inheritance. Okay, so that's all the people. Bless you guys. May you receive more and more grace. James 4 verse 6, God gives more and more grace, <laughs> power of the Holy Spirit, brackets amplified, um, uh, to meet this evil tendency and all others fully. That is why he says he gives, he, he resists the proud, but he gives grace to the humble, to those who are humble enough to receive it. May you receive more and more grace may you receive more and more of your inheritance and may you reign as a king in life in jesus name amen